Hello, everyone. My name is Caleb Walgren, and it is time for defense. Defense. Derek loves defense. Not as much as offensive line, but he does love defense. And it's season four, episode 54 of Brody Sports Talk. Uh, The person who just agreed with me saying he loves defense, that is my co-host, Derek Rusnick. Bonjour. Uh. That's for all of my our French listeners. Uh, we do occasionally get people who tune in from France. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the best players in the 2023 defensive class for the NFL draft. We will start with some edge rushers, go to the D tackles, and finish with some corners in the secondary. It's going to be a fun time to hype up the draft prospects. And I know that Next week will be even more fun. We're going to start doing our mock draft. So that is something that everyone can get excited about. But before we do that, we want to make sure we introduce a lot of the people that are going to be going day one of the NFL draft. So let's get it started. We're going edge rushers first, and I do have them in alphabetical order to try to show no bias here. And that is going to be Will Anderson Jr., the edge rusher from the University of Alabama. He is listed at 6'3 and a half and 253 pounds. Derek, what do you want to tell me about Will Anderson Jr.? Okay, so uh, we have been looking at a lot of drafts here recently because of Hey, we're, we're almost to the 2023 draft. And we've looked through uh, the last five years or so, like, hey, this guy went before this guy. And can you believe this guy went before this guy? We are going to look back wherever Will Anderson Jr. goes to. And because he's not going to go to number one overall. The, the Panthers are uh, are taking a quarterback. We know that. Uh, and the Houston Texans are probably so... The, probably the highest he can go is number three, and I don't even think that's going to uh, to transpire. We're going to look back and wonder why Will Anderson Jr. wasn't the number one overall pick. Um, he he definitely had a lot of hype this year when it came to oh could he be the number one pick all that kind of stuff. But a three year starter at Alabama, uh, you know what's around six foot four. 243 um, and makes quarterbacks uh, have nightmares uh, because he, he's coming. He's got a lot of, he had like 207 pressures. If, I, if my numbers are here are correct, like 207 pressures in a three year career. Um, that's a lot when you play in the SEC. Like everyone talks about the SEC being like the best college football t- uh, program. Uh, you know, the, their conference, that means they have a lot of great offensive linemen as well. And uh, this guy will keep you up at night. And I think wherever he goes, he's going to be an automatic upgrade uh, and definitely is going to, uh, for me, I think he's, he's going to be in the top five uh, rookie of the year, defensive player, defensive rookie of the year voting uh, next year. He, I think I think he just got so much talent. I mean, you're you're exactly right, Derek. He jumps off the tape 
and he jumped in the 40. Uh, his 40 yard dash was a 4.6 for that size and weight. Whew, that's fast. Um, I just think that what he's going to be able to do is going to be instant impact. And he is, in my opinion, probably the most sure thing to go in the top five picks in this year's draft. You know, you can debate about quarterback merit all you want. Will Anderson Jr. is going to be becoming a household name as long as people can remember it. I feel like in general, the name Will Anderson Jr. feels slightly generic. That's the only reason I think people <laughs> yeah. will have trouble with it. Um, I hope that maybe he gets like a good nickname or something can go for him, but he's going to succeed. It's only a matter of how fast. And like you said, defensive rookie of the year. If I were picking today, he's my front runner and I don't care what team he ends up on. And that's saying something. Uh, Derek, I'm going to throw this at you because I don't always put these in the notes and I don't always look at them beforehand. Uh, okay. But the the NFL analyst, Lance Zerline, when he writes this up over at the Combine Prospect, who do you think his NFL comp is? And the hint here is this player was not drafted by the Broncos, but did play for the Broncos. Hmm. Not drafted. Well, that I mean, is it uh, is it the last fifteen years? Yeah. Okay. Not Von Miller. Um, not Derek Wolf. Um, I, I give up. I don't know. Demarcus Ware. Oh, I'm just the most brilliant person. That's a, that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. Like. Athletic as heck, scares quarterbacks like nobody's business. I think that's a very apt comparison, and I'm really excited to see how it goes. Uh, but let's switch it up. We're going from Alabama. We're going to go over to Clemson, and let's talk about Miles Murphy. So Miles Murphy, also an edge rusher, measured in at... 6'5", 265 pounds, very talented, athletic guy. Uh, we all know Clemson has put out a lot of talent over the last few years into the NFL. Derek, what are your initial thoughts about Miles Murphy? Okay, so Miles Murphy probably has the biggest upside if you can get him to a team who can develop an NFL pass rush, he has all the athletic gifts that you would want. He he has a head start. Um, if you were, um, you know, talking in baseball terms, he was born on third base, and you just need to get him just a little bit further to get him home. Um, he has all the all the gifts that you would want. Um, you know, the six, six foot five, 275, um, he's got, uh, he, he's got the athleticism that you need and, and he's got a motor on him where he could be an every down, uh, edge rusher where just rush, 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 uh, and 
all the way down the field. Uh, I like this guy. I think if uh, if you get him into an NFL training room and NFL, uh, you know, in, into those film rooms, I think you have a really high upside guy. I think that that's all very accurate and fair. I think that it's going to be interesting because compared to Will Anderson, Murphy is a little bit more of a project. Uh, I don't think that's exactly how you said it, but he he needs some time to develop. He needs some moves to be able to come in. Yes, he's been good, but could he be great? Could he be better? Yes. That's not really an insult by any means. It's just a matter of there, there's always room for people to get better and go out and show more. And so that's why I think Miles Murphy is he's he's rated well. He's going to be a first round pick, I think. But I also think compared to some of the names on this list, he he's he might be losing some of his buzz and he might not go as high as some of the other players we're talking about here at Edge Rusher. Um, Normally that means you get to go to uh, a better team yeah. with an already established uh, uh, guys in front of you. Well, let's keep moving down the board here and let's get to Nolan Smith, the edge rusher for the back-to-back defending champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Derek, I find him to be a, very interesting because he comes in measured at 6'2", 238. Uh, which I sometimes like look at that and go, I feel like that's a little bit light for an edge rusher, but he also just exploded in all of his like speed and measurable things. Vertical of 41 and a half inches, broad jump, also impressive, 10 foot, eight inches. We're on the 40 yard dash in 4.39, which is like wide receiver speed. Like, Talk about someone who can go out in coverage, rush the passer. He should be able to do those two things, but when you're at 238, are you also a little undersized to go after some of those 310-pound offensive tackles we talked about, like Paris Johnson or uh, Peter Skaronsky? His relative athletic score gave him a 9.25 because, heck, those are impressive, impressive measurables. I'm just wondering if he seems a little bit out of place potentially at the edge. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, I agree with you 110% on this one, little undersized, but has the speed to, uh, to really play in this league. Um, I will tell you this right now. I have uh, been there uh, a couple of different times. um, And I will say that uh, Kansas city has some pretty good, uh, ribs and uh, some pretty good barbecue up there. Uh, and if you eat enough of it, you can put on some weight. And if you get in the training room, you could probably put on some muscle. But, uh, you know, also New Orleans has some really good food uh, when it comes to putting on uh, the extra calories and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and I, hey, look, they're at the end of the... Uh, they're at the end of the draft. So, uh, you know, the Saints and the Eagles and the the Chiefs, they could all, uh, you know, they could all uh, get a guy with a little bit of speed and uh, certainly uh, put some some weight on him and get him some power moves. Uh, 
uh, you know, that would that might be uh, be fun as well because he's not going to go to a uh, to a team that uh, is going to be he, he's probably going to be mid twenties <clears throat> stuff like that. So, <coughs> pardon. Um, so yeah, I think it goes to the toward the end of the first round, and there's plenty of places down there that uh, could put some weight on them. Um, I've seen some places showing him going early, so we'll just have to see where he lands. Because I think sometimes, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Raiders aren't picking in the teens, or they would probably be like, mm, speed. But, you know, that's uh, that's true. That's very Raidery of them. But uh, other teams like speed, too. Um, not not the movie speed, too. They like speed as well. <laughs> um, when I was looking as far as his relative athletic score is concerned one thing that came up as a comp that i think is interesting is hassan reddick whereas uh reddick was a little Oof. bit undersized coming out from temple in the draft and i think that arizona didn't really have an effective way to use him when they took him and then you saw what he did in philly this past year where he kind of came on and burst onto the scene in a different way maybe nolan smith is a little bit of a he needs the right fit I don't know that that's a hundred percent true, but I'm going to at least try to put that one in my back pocket for, for later, because I do think that sometimes being able to come in situationally versus being out there all the time, especially like you said, if you're Will Anderson, you're, you need to be out there all the time. Like we know that he can do what he needs to do. Nolan Smith, maybe if he can work in, in a rotation, it's going to be better for him earlier on. Yeah, probably. Well, let's continue to go down the list here and let's, you know what? We talked about Caitlin Clark uh, on Wednesday. Let's talk about her college mate, Lucas Van Ness at the University of Iowa. And it's interesting because Iowa Hawkeyes, they usually play their older veteran players first. So a lot of people are like, wait, Lucas Van Ness, who's that guy? Uh, he's coming out as a redshirt sophomore. 6'5", 272, very impressive as well in his measurables, a 4.58 40-yard dash, but great in the 10-yard split, and his agility scores showed up very well as well. Relative athletic score gives him a 9.38, which is a solid one. Derek, what do you think about Lucas Van Ness from the University of Iowa? Okay, so we went from Georgia and speed to Iowa, and this dude is a crazy powerful guy. Um, he is able to move people off the ball, and one of the things that a lot of coaches will tell you is you win on the line of scrimmage. You like every single play. Okay, did you did you move the line, or did the line move you? And this guy moves his his uh, offensive lineman toward the quarterback. He wins on a regular basis when it comes to pure power and strength. And I think that he definitely has, uh, you know, in the right system, he could definitely do something. Uh, I don't want to say special, but uh, he could definitely make an impact. There, there's a better term. He could definitely make an impact in the in the NFL with um, with his his with his power and be able to move guys 
stopping the the outside run game, which, you know, can really kill a defense when you're, hey, we're going to run the ball up the middle. Okay, well, we have guys there. But when you've got outside, uh, an outside read or something like that, uh, Lucas Van Ness can definitely uh, get get uh, get to the blocker and shed uh, shed to get in, into the backfield pretty quickly. So I like this guy. I like what he uh, what he brings, and I like his uh, his power and his strength then at the next level. I do think that in general he brings a lot of power. He's more of a power rusher. I don't think that he's someone who you're going to see out as like a three, four edge, like some of these other ones. I think that's where he's, his size might be today, but I don't think that that is probably his long-term fit. I think if he puts on some weight, he might be more of a four, three end or a three, four end and not truly out there on the edge. What does make sense to me though, I was double checking again, trying to find some comps because it's good to have someone to compare them to. Uh, Trey Hendrickson is someone that's interesting, mm-hmm. uh, similar size weight out of college. Didn't necessarily have a huge jump when he was with the Saints, but then when he went to the Bengals, it was like, oh my goodness, this guy's awesome. Um, another thing as far as measurables are concerned, as far as someone who went high and probably didn't have the best career, I think Lucas probably is a little bit more polished, is uh, Ziggy Ansa, who went from uh, BYU to the Detroit Lions, uh, back in the day, but I, I think Lucas Van Ness from Iowa is probably a little bit more polished than him. Uh, there you go. Yeah, thoughts? that's a good. Now I think we move on. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, and I, I, I was trying to decide if I was going to say it, Derek, because we are talking about <laughs> a player in the uh, Big Ten or the Big Twelve, and I know that you're a Big Twelve guy. But I just don't know if I can say suns up, guns up, uh, because <laughs> it, it just feels awful. Um, I, I technically did say it, but I said it in the, the least positive way possible. And that is for Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher from Texas Tech. Measurables 6'6", 271 pounds. This dude is big. Derek, what do you want to say about Tyree Wilson here? Yeah, so this guy is a this is this is what you look for in a prototypical edge guy. Big guy, uh 6'6, 275 as we sit right now, or in around there. Um he he definitely <laughs> He, he he's a, a a top fifteen player. Let's just put it that way. He has a uh, he has all the skills and talent. If you if you want a a D lineman on the edge um, who is going to stop plays, Tyree Wilson is definitely uh, that type of guy. Put him in the right system. Put him with the right coaches, and you have a really great player. Derek, I don't always make a big deal to point this out, but uh, have you seen what the arm length is on this guy? No, I uh, I know that he has the length. Everyone talks about his length, 
So I, but I haven't looked at what his uh, arm length is, though. So in general, like a lot of times when they're talking about offensive line prospects, Derek, you can correct me if I get the number a little off here. But I believe it's like if you're not at least having 33-inch arms, they're like you're, you should just plan on playing guard. Like your arms are not long enough to be able to block some of those rangy edge players. You need to at least have 33-inch arms. And then Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Then there's Tyree Wilson, who has 35 and 5 eighths inch arms. Huh. He's just got like an extra two and a half inches there to push you away, even with your 33 inch arms. That's going to make a difference. Like sometimes it may seem a little ridiculous to point those things out. But I don't think that's the case here. I think people are going to look at him and go, look at this behemoth of a man. We need to be able to get him inside of our building. There's a reason why I see him continually sliding up boards, sometimes in the top 10 of drafts and sometimes in the top five of drafts. Tyree Wilson, you may not know him from what he did in college, but you will know him on draft day as a player that goes early very early i mean yeah i'm certainly thinking he's not going to um he's going to sleep well on thursday night as uh, he doesn't have to worry about what he's doing on friday well we talked about one georgia bulldog and as we get ready to switch positions it's time to talk about another one and this is uh mr top 10 himself jalen carter the defensive tackle and he measured in at 6'3", 314 pounds, and yeah, so that's pretty big. Uh, don't have a relative athletic score for him. He didn't do everything at the combine, and he definitely comes with some off-the-field issues. Uh, Derek, what, what are you thinking about Jalen Carter? Yeah, so let's just let's just go off of i don't like quarterbacks in the draft generally i think especially top five guys are are busts a lot of times i would rather sign guys off of someone knowing that they know how to play in the nfl that being said um so i'm taking jalen carter as in my top five i i want him in my building i want him uh, to knock around guards and centers all day long um, for the next foreseeable future. Here's a check. Go ahead and fill it out, however much money that you want uh, in your contract, and let's go win some Super Bowls. This guy is a difference maker, and he needs to, if if we if we don't, worry about the stuff off the field if we're only worried about the stuff on the field then i want him in my building i want him to to be the to be the face of the franchise um i want him to to play football for me of course you do have the downside of some of that off the field issues um and i think there is, is some accountability needs to be needs to be had there but i like him as a football player and I think that that's probably the most accurate thing. Um, as far as a football talent is concerned, no one is doubting that Jalen Carter is top five worthy in this draft. It's just a question of, can you take the talent 
knowing that there's going to be a question mark in the area of maturity, potentially. Uh, Lance Zerline, our NFL combine analyst, compared him to Jeffrey Simmons, who, if you don't remember, Jeffrey Simmons is the D tackle for the Titans that completely Mm -hmm. humiliated the Bengals offensive line and practically willed the Titans to staying in that game against the Bengals uh, in the 2021 playoffs. Like Jalen Carter has the capability of taking over a game as a D tackle. There's only so many D tackles that can do stuff like that. He was on the best run defense in the nation at the university of Georgia And while I don't like saying it, it is the best conference in the nation in the SEC. So you got to take that with what you will. He's good. He's really good. That's very true. But there's red flags. Uh, If you don't want red flags, one player that uh, I would like Derek to say his name first. No. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I knew that you were going to say that. Kalijah uh, Kansi. Kalijah Kansi. That's pretty good. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. Uh, from the University of Pittsburgh, he measures in at six one two eighty one. Did great at the combine. Four point six seven forty yard dash. Great skills in his vertical and broad jump for a D tackle, and even his shuttle and three cone also came in quite impressive uh relative athletic score came in at a 9.61 derek i'm gonna just put you on the spot here do you think that is above or below where his pittsburgh alum aaron donald was for a relative athletic score i think it's gonna be above it is slightly below aaron donald came in as a 9.7 Kalijah Kansi is a 9.61. But people are making the comparisons. They're going to be made all the time. It's potentially a slightly lazy comparison because it's like they went to the same school. But it's it's close-ish. Yeah, so I I mean, he's what, six foot? Uh, Something like that, around 280. Uh, Yeah. you know, a little bit undersized, but at the same time, he uses his uh, athleticism well. So I could see him. I, I don't want to say I don't think anyone's ever going to be Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald is a uh, as an outlier. Uh, he, he's he's certainly in that top five best D tackles all time. So I just put him out there just a little bit as a. But I certainly think that Kansi can do uh, a lot of good things and be a solid performer in the uh, in the NFL. I just don't want to ever say, hey, this guy might be the next Aaron Donald because there's only one of those guys out there. That's fair. I'm not trying to put that pressure on you, Kalijah. I just, if nothing else, wanted to call that out. I love the fact that they say, he does have great first step. He's someone who can go in on the line and wreak some havoc. Uh, Lance Zerline compared him to John Randall, which is a throwback name to the 90s Vikings defenses. So uh, definitely a throwback there. But I, I like Kalijah. I think that he's going to be a value pick where he goes. 
if this was the the NBA, I'd be saying, is he going to be a lottery pick or not? Like, I think he mm-hmm. might go before the playoff teams pick, but he might go right in those early teams that made the playoffs and are looking for some impact guys. And that might be a great spot for him because then he can kind of be put in situationally instead of all the time. That's probably, yeah, that's probably really smart. Well, let's go ahead. Let's leave all of the pass rushers. We have so many pass rushers in this group, edge rushers, D tackles, just so much talent in that area of the field. And that's where NFL teams are looking to go over and over and over again. But let's go to the cornerbacks. Let's talk about, you know, last year we had some great ones. We had Sauce Gardner shutting people down. Uh, We had the kid whose name I can't remember right now that went to the Texans. Derek, help me out here. I don't, uh, I don't remember. The guy from LSU. Derek Stingley Jr. Yes. I w- it's because Derek, I'm talking to Derek, Derek and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Derek liked how he spelled his name. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get started, though, in the secondary with Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback from the quack attack of the University of Oregon. He measured in 6'1", 197, crazy fast. His 40 split was 4.38, 41.5-inch vertical, 11 feet, 1-inch broad jump, just popping off the tape. Derek, what do you think about young Christian Gonzalez? Yeah, I like um, I like uh, cornerbacks coming out of the Pac-12. I know that there's a, a good amount of throwing the ball in that conference, and if you have some pretty good numbers in the Pac-12, I think you're you're probably uh, you know, you could definitely do it in the NFL. So, got size, speed, length, um, ball skills, got everything that you would want. In a a cornerback, I think that uh, he's going to be. He may not be the Sauce Gardner name that uh, you know, that we see next year, but uh, he's going to make a a big contract uh, and be worth every penny in five years or so. As uh, he's he's going to be worth every dollar that, that they give him, and I think he's going to be in the league for a while. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, in general, when you have that size, people are going to want you anyway. And then when you have that speed, people are going to want you for that. And you have someone who puts them all together and you're talking about a player. I consistently, consistently see going arguably as the top corner in this draft and frequently as a top 10 player. It's interesting. His relative athletic score is a 9.95. Derek, they compare him athletically to Jalen Ramsey. Now, I'm not saying he has the ball skills of Jalen Ramsey right now, but Jalen Ramsey measured in at a 9.9 athletically. So if you're saying, hey, we can give you a corner that's just as athletic or potentially a little bit faster than Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. you're taking that. You're taking that. You're you're not, especially if Gonzalez is potentially easier to work with. So I think 
you've got to be excited to see this guy come out, do his thing. And I only wish that I got to see him play more. I don't get that much action from out in the Pac-12. Uh, you know, I, I got to get, I'm a, I'm a dad. I can't stay up for Pac-12 after dark every night. And so I don't get to catch all of those beautiful, like, 10 p.m. kickoffs. So. Those are late kickoffs. Yes, you're right about that. Now, here's a name that we probably all recognize, and that is Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback from Penn State. Uh, If you wonder why I say it is a recognizable name, it is because his dad, Joey Porter, was a Super Bowl champion for the Pittsburgh Steelers and is kind of a legend for that franchise. So Joey Porter Jr. trying to come out and be potentially a better prospect than his father has some work to do, but he's looking good. Six, two and a half, 193 pounds, 40 yard dash is 4.46 size and speed. Derek, we just talked about it. They have him graded a little bit lower because he's not as fast as Gonzalez. So relative athletic score as is 9.72. Oh, darn. Uh, what do you think about Joey Porter Jr. here and his process? Yes. So one of the things that uh, is an underrated skill for cornerbacks is messing up the timing of a certain route. Um, a lot of teams are, are have timing routes, and it is there's a, a, a clock in the quarterback's head of – at you know, at this moment, after two seconds, my guy should be here. At three seconds, my guy should be here. Blah blah blah. And Joey Porter Jr. is really good at jamming at the line of scrimmage. And so, if you're throwing off the timing, if you can't make your breaks right off the the line, or if you're going to just mess up the way a play is drawn that can go a long way in just messing up and, and playing defense. Joey Porter Jr. is really good at the line of scrimmage and pressing guys. Um, so this this last year, from what I'm seeing here, um, he allowed 143 yards in 10 games. So that is, uh, if I can do my math right, 14.3 yards per game, which is, you know, one really, you know, one decent pass to a receiver in a game. Uh, uh, if I if I could have a uh, a cornerback that only gave up one decent uh, catch to a receiver uh, each game, I would probably take that. So I uh, I, I can't wait to see what uh, what Joey Porter Jr. does. I hope that he uh, gets put into a, a good spot. And, you know, it, it would be great to have a, you know, a father-son duo in the the Hall of Fame with the same name. Like, oh, here's this guy's bust and his son's bust. And he's a junior. Yeah, it's definitely something <gasps> that is quite possible. And I'm just kind of impressed by it. But let's go ahead. Let's go to our final defensive prospect for this episode. And let's talk about Devin Witherspoon staying in the big 10, the cornerback from the university of Illinois fighting a line. He's smaller 
5'11 and a half, 181 pounds. Personally, when I look at that size and who I'm seeing them compare to, he might be more of a slot corner, but at the same time, slot corners are just as valuable in this league as other players. Uh, what are you thinking about Devin Witherspoon, Derek? Yeah, so I will be completely honest. I did not watch a lot of Illinois games this year. Uh, I didn't really have any reason to. And on the other side, I uh, I didn't watch a lot of Devin Witherspoon uh, either. So I put to, I, I watched a little bit of his uh, his highlights. And you know, when you're watching a a cornerback, generally the highlights are there's not a whole lot there because they're playing their guy well. The guy doesn't make the catch or something has happened and and you're not throwing the ball that way. Um, so from what I'm uh, what I'm seeing here in 2022, he was targeted 63 times and allowed 22 catches for 206 yards. Uh, he had three picks in 14 pass breakups. So that's about three yards per target. Uh, I would say that's definitely a good a good number. Uh, it seems to me that he has the skills to uh, to play in the league and with uh, with teams having three and four number one prospect uh, receivers, you're gonna have to cover everybody. Absolutely. I mean, just think of teams like the Bengals. You, you know, you've got Jamar Chase. T Higgins, and then you usually even have Tyler Boyd as well. Like, it's not like it's, oh, if we shut down this guy, they don't have anyone to pass to. That's not today's NFL. Devin Witherspoon's going to go high enough in this draft, and he's going to be an impact player for someone in the NFL. Is he the size speed combo that Gonzalez and Porter are? I would say no, but I also would say, look at the tape. He was on the nation's best scoring defense in Illinois last year. You didn't want to throw at him. It was a solid defense in general. So, and he he was able to get his hands on a few too. So he's going to get drafted high and he's going to get taken by someone. And I think that it'll be interesting because we don't see a lot of uh, Illinois players when we were doing these draft previews. That is for sure. This is true. Well, uh, Derek, is there anything you want to say before we uh, shut down the episode? Man, I love uh, watching defensive highlights to prepare for a podcast. It's uh, it's so much fun. And uh, I just, this is uh, guys beating other guys. A big guy on big guy crime is just the best. When, we're out, when I was looking at the, the edge and the D tackles, it's just fun. It is a lot of fun. It's fun, especially when they have just the right spots in there to be like, oh, let's show these plays in this game and these plays in this game. Those three-minute hype videos will get you every time. So, uh, But these players are, are legit. It's going to be fun come draft night to see who goes where. And that's all I really have for this one. Uh, please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Get ready because we're going to be doing our mock draft in two parts over the next couple of weeks because draft if we're in april the draft is coming it's coming fast so i want to thank you all for listening and you all have a great one bye bye guys